In today's episode, we're going to be talking about one of your biggest questions and answering one of your biggest questions, which is like, how do you make decisions as a couple? Let's go. The real question is this, how can you be more intentional in your relationship before the wedding day so you can live out a Christ-centered marriage that doesn't just survive, but thrives? Welcome to the Journey to Marriage show. We are your hosts and relationship coaches, Rafi and Sarah Fiolina. We believe that if it takes almost a decade to prepare for the priesthood, then a single course or retreat isn't nearly enough to prepare for a lifelong marriage. We help couples like you enter into your marriage vocation with confidence through developing your relationship. We're glad you're here. Now let's get started. What's up, what's up, what's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 155 of the Journey to Marriage show. This is your co-host, Rafi. And Sarah. And today we're going to be talking about how to make decisions as a couple. This is one of your burning questions, and I feel like this is a really good question to address because um, this this is a big challenge for a lot of couples that we've seen in our community, that we work with, especially the fact that we come from different places right different Mm -hmm. life experiences but before we actually teach you this like we learned this actually kind of like the hard way when we're engaged Um, I remember when we got engaged and it was like the first week like we had this we had the, the first discussion around the finances of how this would look like and how I envisioned this wedding would look like I was just like in my in my thing was just like you know I just want to get married. Like, I want to have the sacrament. That's all we need. Like, we don't need any of the the crazy extra stuff. So all we really need is that church wedding and really investing in that that um, event. All the other stuff is just whatever. So I remember coming to Sarah. Whatever. Coming, yeah, I remember. <laughs> see, she's already triggered, even though it's already been done. Um, but I came to Sarah that first week when we got engaged and we're like, and I was kind of sharing her the plan what I was envisioning. I was like, hey, you know, this budget that we should set for this is $5,000. Mm. And like $5,000, that will literally cover that church wedding. And then we could do something like maybe at a restaurant. Yeah, at McDonald's. <laughs> but okay whatever sarah but like i came into this thinking that that was the great like a good idea and this is it was a dumb idea (laughs) whatever this was in hawaii too to give you guys some context so i'm like five thousand dollars that will get us the sacrament and we could go on our merry way we could have a good time with our closest family and friends we don't need to have everybody there but that's kind of how i envision what my wedding day would look like. Uh, See, I had practice with a high school project, uh, my sociology class, and we had to make a mock wedding. So I pretty much had our wedding planned. (laughs) Um, But just kidding. Uh, My mom was a wedding planner for love, for free. She would help her friends plan weddings and I would always help. And all these weddings took place in downtown Waikiki, in one of the hotel ballrooms or in a country club ballroom with at least 200 people. 
buffet style, a lot of flowers. So that was what I was envisioning for us as well. And I know it's not $5,000. Um, maybe you ladies out there can kind of feel my pain if your um, fiance were to suggest you a $5,000 budget wedding. Sometimes that might be the case for some brides, but that is not what I was envisioning. I was thinking more like $20,000. And when she said that to me, you guys, man, I was that was triggered. I was like, what? $20,000? Like... Nope. What are you talking about? <laughs> I was I actually gave that no. I was like, no way. He like, shut it down. I shut it down. I shut it down until it got to the point where we're just so conflicted around how much money we're spending in our wedding where I had to actually just like sit down with myself and see the situation the way it is. And one of the one of the th- decisions I had to learn how to make was actually challenge my my own beliefs around what I think this wedding is. And one of the things that I had to realize is that Sarah and most women, like they dream for this day. Like this is the thing that they've been dreaming of for their whole life and how they would want to look, like how they would want to look for that day, how that whole wedding would look like. And for me, I just care about the church, like the church thing and getting the sacrament. And I had to really learn how to be flexible in this because my belief wasn't necessarily wrong and her belief wasn't necessarily wrong. Right. Because both ways could have made, could have worked out. Yeah. And I really had to be flexible as well because we didn't end up having our reception in a um, a ballroom or a hotel um, venue. We ended up having it in a, a restaurant that was very nice. Um, we actually had two receptions. One was in a community center. So those were very new to me. But it was very fun and I was open to it. But I also had to be flexible in seeing that there are different ways we can celebrate and have a reception. Yeah, and once we found that compromise... And we started to understand each other a little bit more of like where we were coming from because we had that dialogue. That's that's a, that's something that really allowed us to be flexible. And we're like, you know, we shouldn't be working against each other. Let's work together and let's see how we can find like the middle ground here and make this decision. And from that, we were able to make that good, solid number and everything worked out well. It did. Yeah, everything worked out well. We both didn't get everything we wanted, but we both got, like, it was a mixture. Like, it wasn't just all of my thoughts and ideas of this wedding and the same thing with Sarah. And we still had the best day. Yeah, it was literally, like, I always would want to experience that day again. Yeah. Because, man, that was just one of the funnest days of my life. It was so fun. So much fun. So intimate. And it was just beautiful. Yeah. Thanks be to God that like he allowed us to be more flexible and how we, we did this and just to do, to do as well. So for all of you couples, like if you want to learn how to make decisions as a couple, whether it be your budget or anything, anything tough, anything that might create conflict in your relationship, you have to learn each other's beliefs and worldviews before making a decision for the relationship. 
Why? Because both of you came from different family of origins. Both of you have seen life in completely different lenses. So your way is not necessarily the right way. And you have to challenge yourself and really challenge your beliefs because we tend to be so biased and thinking, you know, it's my way or the highway. But that doesn't work in marriage. If mm-hmm. you have that mindset and that inflexibility, then you'll be single. Yeah, or you'll be in a very conflicted marriage that will deteriorate over time. Yes. And you're both of you are not going to be happy. The One of the statistics in the relationship assessment that we help couples go through to see their relationship in a more objective sense, one of the studies that they made, that they had, that they discovered is that the ability to be flexible is the number two reason why couples are either happy or unhappy. The number one reason is how couples communicate, which is key. We, we always mm-hmm. talk about this. But flexibility is the number two reason why couples will either be happy or unhappy. Um, so this is really important when you're making decisions, taking into consideration your your partner's worldviews, beliefs, and not just going full force in this is how it's always been. This is how my life has been. So this is the only way. Mm. It's not the only way. It's not the only way. There's better way. Because yes. now that you are in a relationship, you have two different life views and worldviews and perspectives that if you leverage it properly, you can make the greatest decisions. Mm-hmm. Even better than decisions that you would have envisioned. Something like what like that five thousand dollar idea. Man, I'm so glad we didn't I didn't do that. Like Me too. Because <laughs> <laughs> Because we had a blast doing everything the right way and really getting being open and being flexible in that area and um thankfully we were able to pay it still in cash and within our budget and uh yeah yeah so be open and listen to each other hear where you guys are coming from um and part of being flexible is providing options Mm. when it comes to whatever decision you're trying to make both of you provide options and then talk about those options. Write up pros and cons lists for each one. And then thoughtfully and calmly go through it together. Yes. Remember, you are not your beliefs. And that's where we typically try to attack each other and like, oh, you're wrong. But you're not your beliefs. Sometimes you have to challenge your beliefs and your worldview because it might not be the right thing. And this your own beliefs might be the one that's actually might be the thing that's actually destroying your relationship. You've got to be open. You've got to be flexible. You've got to learn and understand your partner as best as you understand yourself. So if you want to learn how to do this more effectively, and this is a big struggle of you with like being flexible in your relationship, um, that this is causing a lot of conflict. That's what we help couples do. We help couples create that flexibility, helps help them see things in a new way and help them leverage their own differences, their own worldviews to make it become strengths in their relationship. And by doing that, like you can click in the link in our show notes, book a free clarity call where we'll help you gain clarity in this area of your relationship um, of flexibility and what what are the skills and tactics that you're going to need to 
to break through this because once you break through this, once you've learned how to be more flexible and how to understand each other, man, the amount of conflicts that you're going to get in is just a little bit like way less. Yep. And the the reaction and the triggers, it it starts to die down because you start to learn how to understand each other. And we're willing to help you. So book your free call by clicking in the link in our show notes. With that being said, praying for all of you holy couples on your journey to marriage. Take care and God bless. Bye. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you haven't already, subscribe to our podcast so you can get notifications of future episodes. Secondly, would you mind doing us a huge favor? If you received value from today's episode, please share it with your friends. Then, please rate and review our show on Apple Podcasts. We'd love to hear from you, and this will also help us reach more couples preparing for the vocation of marriage. And lastly, if you want to go deeper with your life, spiritual, and relationship development, go to journeytomarriage.com slash resources to see a list of tools we personally recommend for your journey to marriage. Until Until next time, time, future future spouses. spouses.